Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. And I have a show today that is absolutely remarkable that we've been able to get on the show, Mr. Michael Kahn, the global CEO of Astound Commerce. And for those in the know, Astound Commerce is the world's largest independent digital commerce agency. I've been waiting to get Michael on the show now for a few weeks, and he finally was able to find some time for us to come on the show. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for having me. And by the way, I go by the moniker MK. So please call me MK through the rest of the interview today. Okay, MK. Well, thank you very much. So Astound Commerce has been in business for over 20 years. You are the international leader, world leader in digital commerce with your agency. So we'll just start by pulling the lens back a little bit, MK, and just tell us from a high level what Astound Commerce is all about. Yeah, so Astound Commerce, amazing company, been around for about 20 years. We have about 1,300 people. Uh, we work across geographies like North America, the UK, the DAC region, uh, with all of our people who out there are driving strategies and solutions. And then we have an entire technology team powering them based on people in the Ukraine and Bulgaria and Turkey and India and Colombia. And the entire business is built around um, driving both B2C and B2C commerce stores and experiences on behalf of leading, leading brands in the marketplace. And over the 20 years of history, we've completed about 3,000 successful projects where we brought stores to market or replatformed their stores along the way. Uh, we have amazing capabilities in terms of designing the experience strategy for those commerce destinations, in designing those destinations, in driving demand for the stores we create and bring to market, and then all the technology to power it all. So this is a first-class left-brain leaning organization that has, has built its business on driving billions of dollars in sales for the brands and businesses we serve. That's amazing, MK. And I'm going to get used to calling you MK, Michael. So MK, I'll call it. Great already, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, MK. So obviously, Astound needs no introduction. Many people in the know, many of the leading brands in the world already know about the, the great work that you've done over the past 20 years. 
by platforming all of these uh, world-class companies. We're, we'll talk a little bit about entrepreneurship a little bit later on, because the first thing that someone's going to think about when you say you've got 1,300 people under your umbrella is, uh, let's talk about how you can manage 1,300 people and make sure they all get to the right point. Totally. Well, I think one thing I want to make a comment on is, so that 1300 was all built by the founders uh, who I joined up with to help lead this company. Um, They all built this company out on their own fumes and their own investments as entrepreneurs and put their own heart and soul into all of it. And they built a company with a platform that is fully connected, that is digitally connected. So we have all kinds of forms and communication by which we collaborate, we do work and finish our productions along the way, and we stay in constant contact and communications with the organization. So we're all marching in the same way. And we always say in the marketplace that we believe that commerce is at the heart of why brands and consumers connect, and it is at the passionate heart of everything our company does. So we have a common mission and then we have fully connected platforms to keep us all marching in the same direction. See, I love that, MK. And for, for people watching the show that want to reach out to a, to a, you know, a world-class leader like Astound, one thing that might come to mind is, do you only work with the world-class companies and the world's leading brands? Or do you allow you know, startup-type companies or, or companies that are not as mature as a worldwide leader to come on board and bring them on board with your system? Yeah, so great, great question. So we work with all sizes of companies. Now we are, you know, technology rooted. We're a white glove service firm, meaning we do best in class work, but we all are doing it from an entrepreneurial base. So we all want to be price sensitive and ultimately deliver the maximum value for the platforms and stores we create and bring to market. So we will entertain talking to all kinds of businesses and especially businesses that want to grow and make a major impact on the digital commerce landscape. So absolutely here are to help businesses now advance their causes on all things commerce. See, I love that. And let's talk about what you at the company talk about the mission critical partnership. In other words, you, you really take on your customers in a true partnership way. And I'm hoping you might be able to expound on that a little bit on how you make these world-class customers a partner of yours or they make you a partner of theirs and what that collaboration looks like. It's a great question. So I did want to highlight, you know, we have been blessed uh, by gaining experience with leading brands in a variety of different businesses. So that includes like a mattress firm and a L'Oreal and an Under Armour and Al Palacio and a Floor and a Toms and a Crocs. So amazing brands we work with across a lot of varieties of categories. With all those folks, we start with absolutely full and deep dive discovery. So we understand what they're doing today in the digital commerce channel and what they could be and should be doing going forward. We work on all the strategy and scoping based on the discovery and diagnostic work we do. We then work on designing that store destination platform or the replatform work they have to do and go forward. And then we launch all that. Then surrounding that buying experience and that buy button, 
We work on demand strategies to help them acquire more customers, expand their current customer base or drive loyalty along the way. And then besides, Andy, all that building for folks based on discovery, based on diagnostic, based on strategy, based on production, we also do staff augmentation so that we can provide ongoing support for the stores we've created. You know, right now, digital commerce is so dynamic. And they say that in the last three months of 2020, that more happened in advancing digital commerce than would have happened in a decade because of all that's happened in the dynamics in the marketplace, what's happened with COVID. So we apply our science to help people accelerate in this space as fast as possible. See, I love that. And you're known at your company, obviously, for you know, the digital commerce strategies and the technology platform that you put in place for your clients and innovating and disrupting this, this digital shopping experience in a positive way for not only your clients, but their customers. So let's talk about that a little bit because I always find that very interesting, MK, is when you're developing a strategy for your clients, you always take into account their customers. So how, how do you kind of marry the, the user experience that your clients are getting from Astound and the user experience that their customers are getting from the shopping portal itself? Yeah, so great questions, Andy. So one is you, you've got to know the user experience and that user journey, and it's got to start with that understanding. So what do we say? We start with experience, strategy, and mapping and understanding how that consumer is buying that brand's products and what it looks like for them versus their competitive set. Then with that work done of understanding it, that should help then decide and design the strategy we employ and the technology we use for that storefront to meet the needs of that consumer along the way. So it should start in the relationship between the brand and the consumer. And then we're working with that brand to, to drive and design the right solution to make that engagement as positive, meaningful, and long-term as it possibly can be. So, and then from that, that should all lead to the right technology to power the platform. We work hugely and deeply with Salesforce and the Commerce Cloud and that tool. We work with other clouds in the marketplace. We'll work on agile solutions as required and headless ones as well. But like anything, when it comes to marketing and selling, you've got to start with your customer and that should then design the strategy and the technology to power it. You see, MK, I love hearing that. And we speak to so many younger entrepreneurs that have an idea for their business and they're so caught up in talking about their technology and their platform and their business that they forget to talk about the customer. And that's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? Totally. Absolutely. And I think probably if we go back to the annals of all things digital, and I started my digital career in basically 2000, when the web boom was happening across North America and in our country. And in that time period, everyone had to decide what was the business they were in, what was the consumer they were trying to connect to, and how were they going to change that individual's life? If you're not starting with the consumer, you're going to run amiss it somewhere along your business plan and strategy. See, that's great advice. And that's coming from one of the leaders in the field for the people watching the show. Let's talk about data because everybody's talking about 
data, or some people pronounce it data. Let's talk about data. So when we're talking about a shopping experience, could you touch on the type of data that a, a good system sort of is able to integrate so that it can provide what the potential customer actually wants and needs based on sort of some of their movement or some of their some of their experience on the actual platform itself? Yeah, so it's great. So I think right now, obviously, with all things digital, uh, the amount of data at our uh, disposal uh, is just infinite, obviously. It's all the world's possibilities. I kind of bucketed in two realms of data that you want to have and, and have access to and understanding of. One is uh, attitudinal behavior, uh, behavioral data, easy for me to say. And it's the kind of data that you're looking at that explains what someone's thinking, why they're doing what they're going to do, and what their belief system is that they're bringing to a behavior or to a purchase along the way. So one is definitely attitudinal, so I can understand what the consumer's thinking besides this purchase, this behavior, this transaction. The other one is actually just behavioral data on actually what they did doesn't come with any of the commentary, any of the, if you will, the color behind it, but tells you exactly the actions they took based on the engagement or offer you extended to them along the way. Right now with digital commerce, the amount of behavioral data, transactional data we have is just unlimited. And you're going to want to know not only from the page that someone came to in your store, how far they click through, how many points was it to get the conversion, what was the abandoned shopping cart rate? How much did they add in terms of additional things to their basket? How did promotions make an impact? All those things you're going to want to know that's transactional, behavioral, and outcome-based. What you're also going to want to know is peel back the onion and understand what was the mindset behind that behavior that we now can drive a better experience for in the future. See, that's, that's great. And as a personal experience, a few weeks ago, I, I have an investment in a, in a company that has a warehouse. And for the warehouse, they needed some supplies. So it's a small company. So I jumped in and went online and, and, and was looking for supplies for the warehouse. Right. So I get to a website. They have a chat button. I hit the chat and the chat was really slow, very slow. By the time I waited for it, I hit another tab, went on to another website, found what I needed, purchased what I needed with three clicks. I was done with the transaction. And just because I was curious, I went to the other website and I was still waiting for the chat. So talk about sort of, you know, the user experience and how your company helps all of these companies not lose customers. Yeah. So that's such a great point, Andy, you just raised and you just raised how high the stakes are right now for brands and businesses in defining and delivering the right experience. We now have been empowered with godlike technology and capabilities. Our expectations from the Amazons a world that we can get whatever we want when we want it at a moment's notice with no friction whatsoever. Those are the expectations and that's across every category along the way. So for you, that's such a great moment in time of you went to a business, you tried to engage with them, you had a, a, an experience or transaction that stalled, I don't have time for this anymore, I'm gonna go in the next one. Someone totally solved your needs, 
they just established a bond of loyalty with you going forward. That same experience, that same dynamic is happening now across digital commerce everywhere. And at Astound Commerce, we recognize that, we embrace that and realize that in the solutions we create for the customers we serve, no friction. Frictionless environments to get from what someone's looking for to that transaction to delivery of it as quickly and seamlessly as possible. See, I love that. Let's let's become futurists together just for a minute. And this Great. is a question that I've had. And since I have you on the show, and I, I hope to get you on again, but since I only have a limited time with you, I've been very curious, MK, about uh, the future of e-commerce. You know, everybody talks about AI now, you know, the artificial intelligence and how that's, you know, uh, um, being integral in everything that's online uh, in our world today. Is there going to be a time when I'm going to come to a website, for example, or to a shopping platform, and for all intents and purposes, the the shopping platform already knows what I need and takes me to exactly what I need at that exact moment in my life? Is that happening or is it already happening? It's happening and it will continue to accelerate based on the data and the data question you asked about based on artificial intelligence and and all of the powers of that along the way, based on all the behavioral data that uh, the websites I engage with are capturing every single day. So absolutely, they'll be able to know, this is what you bought last time. This is probably what you're out of right now based on time and usage of the product or service that we bring to you. Here's the replenishment offer. And oh, by the way, if you bought this, here's four more things you need with that along the way. That's totally gonna happen. But I think the other thing that we can also think of and, and believe in is a connected commerce world where I'm going to have voice modules for ordering things and buying things along the way. I'm going to have visual commerce where I can just look in and touch something along the way and go do it. I'm going to have the traditional ways through a website, if you will, or a digital commerce storefront. But right now, I'm going to be more enabled than ever in all my environments to transaction transact and buy something that I want. And right now, I think the best in class brands and businesses are all going to lay the foundation to get there. Again, seamless commerce wherever I exist. See, that is so fascinating. And again, this is at the top of everybody's thought process that's sort of on the inside of the digital e-commerce shopping experience world. So someone watching the show, MK, they're, they're listening to this and they, they might be saying to themselves, wow, I mean, you know, I watch some Netflix shows and I know that, you know, technology is sort of impacting my life in this very powerful way. When I come to a to a shopping experience online, a digital shopping experience, and, and I land on that website that's been built with world-class technologies. Is everything working behind the scenes so that that platform already knows my behavior at the moment I come on that platform and then that platform changes a little bit depending on what it's determining in the background is what my behavior is? Yeah, I, I think the way to, to say it is, the technology should be foolproof. The leveraging of data, again, behavioral, should be, again, bulletproof. And the experience you should have and expect is that you're coming to a site. It knows you. It's adapting and customizing its solutions and offers to you. 
and setting you up in the fastest pass, path to purchase uh, in, in a way that I think is most compelling and rewarding for the actual buyer. And then, and then in that situation, you know me, you've adapted to me, you've made this seamless and easy. I'll come back to you every single time. You see, I love this. And, and I've had this conversation with a lot of startup entrepreneurs and, and uh, more mature and successful entrepreneurs, if you could say, if you could yeah. coin them like that, that I don't mind when I go on, let's just say Amazon, and I select something that I want to buy. And then Amazon starts telling me some other things that I might want to buy as well. So that's what we're talking about, right? Making that's my experience better. And I think, you know, if you bought this, we recommend this. That's in the most simplest thing. You've described it before. The point we're going to get to with AI and data is not only do I know what you bought before, not only do I know where you probably are in your consumption pattern right now, but actually like a Netflix, Netflix recommendation, you bought this, you use this, you probably really want this. And this is the pathway I'm going to take you to along the way. So I'll say that what you're describing, there's so many things that are so exciting right now, Andy. And one of the things I want to just go back to is for anyone listening in on this broadcast, just know that right now um, we're in such an accelerated state of progress on all things commerce and all things commerce online that because of what's happened, you know, across the geo landscape right now, the fuel and investment in delivering these kinds of commerce experiences in the most seamless way, we're now literally an accelerated pace of literally advancing that ball forward by a factor of 10x within months and, and, and weeks and periods of time. Wow, that's, that's so fascinating. And, and at the same time, for some people, it's a little bit scary because I had a conversation with, with a, a, very, uh, a very smart person, a, a leader in his field, and we were talking about just a simple idea of in the future, let's just say you're going to have a barbecue and you're going to have 10 people at your barbecue. And technology, perhaps could get to the point where technology knows what those 10 people like to eat, what, cons how, what they want to consume, what they want to drink. They're going to know that the 10 people are coming to your home and it'll be the food and the drinks will be delivered to your home without even having to ask for it. Now, I know that's sort of this crazy idea, but somewhere between where we are today and, and that idea might be where it lands. Is that what you're saying? I, I think that's totally, I think that's totally plausible. So imagine right now with all the delivery we're doing of grocery and, and food service and from restaurants, and we've all done this during this pandemic time period. And all that buying information, order information is being compiled up. Now imagine the future, Andy, you're coming over and I'm having you and 20 other people over and we're having our annual spring festival. And I put in my order to whoever it might be and they've got all that data and they know who the group is that's attended and they have a file on you somewhere else. Without breaking privacy issues and any of those codes, but looking at the behavioral data of what, you, uh, what we did, then all of a sudden I come back, we're having our fall event. And to your point, the knowledge base and foundation will be of such a high magnitude that right now that experience of what then I buy and order next 
will be improved by a factor of two, three, four, and continue to be over time. So what you're describing is all plausible outcomes to a more intelligent commerce environment. MK, that's very, very interesting. And thank you for clarifying that because I think uh, it's going to land somewhere in between and, and it's just gonna keep on accelerating. Like you said, in the last few months, it's accelerated dramatically. So let's talk about Astound Commerce uh, just for a minute. Let, let, let's, let's talk about some things that entrepreneurs might be asking themselves. And, and the first thing they might be saying to themselves is, you know, MK's uh, the global CEO of this, this remarkable company with 12, 1300 employees all around the world. They have to be using technology to communicate in a positive and powerful way so that people know what's going on. When you bring on a new customer, how does Astound determine which one of your groups that customer will go to to get the world-class service that you're known for? Okay, that part, great question. That part's pretty easy. So the way we're organized in our global platform and go to market is we have strategy and commercial teams in market to meet with those customers, to understand where they are in their business cycle, and to start to work on scoping the right solutions for them. And those markets that we're in are North America, including Canada, the US and Mexico. We're in the UK, including Ireland and Spain and the Middle East. We're in the DAC region, which includes Germany and Italy and Austria and Switzerland along the way. And then that's the place where we meet the customer in market to talk to that entrepreneur or that business builder about what she or he needs now, what they're trying to do for their companies along the way. And based on our knowledge of those geographies, based on our knowledge of the customers there, based on the fact that commerce is borderless, so we understand what's working around the world, we'll then go to work on understanding the solution we have to bring to them, the cloud that we're going to tap into, the right platform we're going to use in partnership with, and what that timeline of work is going to look like. And then we'll tap into our technology and engineering teams and talent that is in the Ukraine, that's in India, that's in Colombia, to now apply the right people for the skills needed for the task at hand. So the answer back to it is just reach out to Astound Commerce. You can reach out to me directly through LinkedIn, or you can reach out through our website. We'll engage with you and point you in the right direction of how to serve your needs in the geography that you exist in. That's wonderful. Let's talk a little bit about language. It brings up a question because, you know, the, the, the language software that's out there still is a little bit chunky to, to transfer one language to the other. How important from your uh, perspective, for example, that if somebody speaks Spanish, that they get someone that can speak their language, you know, to help them do digital commerce, you know, in an important way through a stop. So it's table stakes. I mean, you've got to be in the native language that the audience you're trying to sell to engages with. And that to me would be one of those things. If you don't get that right, that's no different, Andy, than your story before. I went somewhere. They didn't use this language in the right way. I'm out. I'm going to go find someone that did. So I think it's critical. It's another one of those things that creates that connection and the authenticity of the experience. See, I love that answer. MK, where do you see the big, big explosion in a positive way for digital commerce? In other words, is there a particular country or a particular area of the world that 
is sort of untapped still that has a lot of opportunity for people uh, that want to get into digital commerce in those areas? I think what we've seen over the last year or two is that commerce has exploded everywhere. There's obviously the marketplaces where it is most dynamic from a digital commerce perspective, and those could be across Northern uh, North America. That could be across all of EMEA. That's certainly across the APAC region for sure, but it is exploded everywhere in terms of also across Latin America and South America as well. And what you're seeing is in all those environments, different things that are driving the innovation. In some environments, it might be marketplaces. In other places, it's going to be all mobile focused along the way. In other places, it's starting to get into voice activation and other modes as well. I think right now, there's, there's so many points of acceleration and advancement that this is a global opportunity for businesses. And that's really what technology and digital has been about since the day it was formed. It knocked down all the borders that we think about in the traditional way. That's unbelievable. Um, it really is exploding. Now, MK, back in the day, back when it all started, right. we would ship a pen or a CD or a book. Today, you can ship a semi-tractor uh, that's bought online and, a, and a, something that weighs 15 tons that you buy online, you could probably buy plane parts online. So when someone contacts uh, Astound MK, as part of your system, do you also help them with the logistics behind the scene to get the product to the customer? We know the partners in that space to go do it and we'll create the technology and the interface to lead to all that logistics management. That isn't the cornerstone of what we do, but we're setting up the pathway so someone can make those logistics happen. So all those places right now where I can buy a car online and have it shipped directly in my home and not go back into a dealership again, we enable that kinds of transaction and engagement to take place going forward, for sure. And I know I'm going to maybe hold you over just a few minutes because I know you only had a certain amount of time for me, but I had a few other questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, MK, let's talk about branding just for a minute because everybody talks about branding and how important the brand is. But I wa really wanted to hear it from you with regard to sort of from the perspective of protecting a brand. Is it possible that you could have a great brand and then because of the the digital uh, commerce strategy that you put in place, you can sort of hurt your brand. And if that happens, is there any way to get the brand back once you hurt it? Um, that's a great question, Andy. And I'll tell you right now, so coming from, and I came from a time period when traditional advertising kind of ruled because I started my career actually in the 80s and 90s and worked at giant agencies who were doing all advertising in the spirit of Mad Men. And during that time period, it was all about the brand. What's the articulation of position? How good is your message? And how compelling are you making your brand proposition in the delivery to the consumer? Flash forward now, branding still is critical, but you know where the battle is won? It's actually in the experience of that brand with the consumer. And I can tell you over the last three or four years, the number of times I had a buying experience, a digital engagement experience, 
a digital activation experience with a brand that was seamless, flawless, and just took my breath away. And I became so loyal to those brands from that point forward because they rewarded me at my point of purchase. Right now, so much of this brand essence and the promise of a brand is delivered in that buying experience and especially through things like digital commerce. So that's one. Secondly, still means behind it all, you've got to have a brand mission. You've got to have a brand purpose and something that's relevant and compelling in the eyes of the customer you're seeking. And then you better damn well deliver on it experience-wise if you want to fulfill it. I love it. When we talk about complexity, it scares people a little bit because complexity typically scares people away. People typically like things that are a little bit simple and fast and easy. So when it comes to building out a digital shopping experience for a brand, how important is sort of the fast, simple, easy, seamless experience for the customer? Is that sort of the thing that all brands should hang their hat on at this point? Totally. There's no question about it. To do that as complex, it's going to take major work and an, an investment of time, if not money, to get there. But the goal should be that from all that effort, you've made the effort on behalf of the consumer and their buying as simple and seamless as possible. And I'll come back to that all the time now because that's the expectation stakes that exist in the digital commerce landscape. I also want to just paint for you that in all this, when I think about the seamless connected commerce future, we're thinking about a moment in time when I interact with a business and it knows who I am and it's now serving me up the things I need when I need them, probably delivered to my house even without an order in place that I can go into and move from digital to physical locations with that brand or business and still use my phone or technology to buy anything when I see it and have it shipped to my home or put in my car or delivered it at a future date, that all this now becomes what they always talk about, which is we've broken down the barriers. I am a multi-channel shopper, but those channels have no walls up between them. So I can go into a store and pick out something, get shipped to my house. I can be at home in ordering something that I'm going to go pick up in store. Well, it's, a, it's going to be a very exciting future. Totally. A God willing, we'll all be around to, to experience it because our experiences with these brands is going to become better and better. Thanks to companies like Astound that are, that are leading the way and at the forefront of the entire commerce business worldwide. And MK, I, I want to tell you, it's just a delight to have you on the show today. And thank you so much for cutting out some time out of your day, uh, leading the 1300 employees for this world-class company and, and answering some of the questions that I've had for a few weeks, knowing that I was going to speak with you. So thank you. It's been a pure delight to have you on the show. I just want to say thank you. You asked great questions. Hopefully I gave some really good answers. Um, we've got a lot of heart in this space. Again, in closing, I'll say for Astound Commerce, we do believe commerce is at the heart of why brands and consumers connect. It's at the passion point of everything we do. And with every action this company takes, it's to maximize the brand and business value of every one of those digital commerce experience and touch points. 
That's what we do every single day. Andy, love this opportunity to be able to share that message with your audience. 